0: The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service, nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Desiree Renee, um, and I know there's several Desirees, so I am, this is my first time doing a podcast so or a call or anything else. Um, so I am Desiree Renee Simeoni. And this is learning blind tech, and hopefully we can uh, give you some good tips to start with. And when you start with different uh, technologies, I'm hoping to have this turn into something very helpful for people. Um, I wanna thank Tom for hosting and Bell for bringing us in Clubhouse. And we're also streaming on uh, ACB Media 5. So thanks everybody for that. and. Um, So what I'm going to do now is um, I have a couple of pre-recorded parts to this podcast. So the first part um, is just kind of a a reading about me and kind of introducing the idea and and myself and all of that. And then we'll get into a little bit of demo um, for some basics. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to share my screen and hopefully you will be hearing my audio very soon here.
2: Okay. Right. Hopefully, you guys doing everything okay. And here we go.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Learning Blind Tech with Desiree Renee. Introduction. The title to this podcast is fairly straightforward. My purpose in doing this is mainly to offer a space where we can learn about technologies that are vital to our lives as blind people. These days, every aspect of our lives involves some form of technology. The good news is that there are many options, whether you are looking for something basic or more advanced. We have more choices now than we had even eight to 10 years ago. Through this podcast, I hope to give people knowledge of their choices and some basics with which to get started. About me. I was born blind. I had some partial vision out of one eye up until age 13. I read very large print up until that time, and was taught a little Braille, but I was not fully proficient. In the eighth grade, I had lost my vision and I had to learn to rely completely on Braille for reading and writing. In high school, I was given my first taste of technology, the Braille and Speak from Blazy Engineering. Anybody remember that? <laughs> I still have it, I think, somewhere. I remember how fascinating it was to hold it in my hands and know this was like pen and paper. It came of course with a manual on several cassette tapes and the weekend after I got it I took it home and went through the entire manual and by the time I went back to school on Monday I could use it proficiently. I remember how excited I was to tell my teacher all that I had learned and about all the things that the Braille and Speak could do. Since then, technology has been a vital part of my life. As a musician, I love using technology to record and edit. As an employee, I use multiple screen readers and braille displays on a regular basis to test for accessibility and usability of digital content. As a mom, I use technology every day to do various things with the kids and around the house. No matter what level of expertise we have, We all use it on a daily basis. My employment. I have worked in website digital accessibility since 2006. My college degree from the University of Texas at Austin is in music, namely vocal performance. So nothing to do with technology, really. (laughs) I had three jobs out of college in customer service doing collections for Bank One and Time Warner Cable. I did not want this to be my career path. I enjoyed the customer service, but did not like collecting bills from people. I was given the opportunity to volunteer at a local conference for a nonprofit accessibility company in Austin called Nobility. I got to show conference attendees how I use the computer and the web with JAWS. I loved interacting with people and watching them. Be fascinated by the idea of a screen reader moving through a web page. After that I worked part-time for Nobility for over 10 years while I raised my daughters. In 2017 I got a job at Pearson Inc. where I currently work. My role now is in quality assurance. I walk through various exams and other Pearson content using JAWS, NVDA, and voiceover, narrator, and various braille displays and note takers. I love the idea of making the test taking experience possible and better for blind people and those with other disabilities. I have not had any formal training in technology. I have simply learned through doing as I go along. Reasons for this podcast. I recently completed my certification for NVDA. While I was studying for that, I found that while there were ebooks, reference guides, and quick tips, I was really unable to find a lot of demonstration materials. While the text references are helpful in their way, I personally learn better when I hear the screen reader or other technology as various tasks are being performed. Additionally, many of the demonstrations online are done by developers of the technology not necessarily end users who are blind. By doing this podcast, I am hoping to give listeners my experiences using first NVDA and then other software technologies. Your feedback. I have several ideas for future episodes of this podcast, but I really want this to be a helpful resource for you, the listeners. So if you have tech that you would like to discuss, or if you want to participate and demonstrate something here, I would love that. I am always wanting to learn new things too, and I know that many of you have skills and expertise to share. You can go to my website, which is spelled com, and that's all one word and fill out the contact form there. The site will have this podcast content as well as several music recordings I have been making for the past two years and continue to add to. You can also email me at Desiree, spelled again D-E-S-I-R-E-E, at Desiree Renee and that's R-E-N-A-E dot com. I definitely hope to hear from you and really want this to be a helpful resource for all of us. Okay. So that's the first part. Um, just kind of introducing, you know, myself and why I'm doing all of this. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I really hope that people find it helpful. Um, and, uh, Also, you know, I'll learn some things myself from you guys. So um, with that, um, I think we'll just go into the NVDA um, part. And then afterwards, if anybody has questions or comments, um, we'll take those. So I'll go ahead and play that part now. Before I get started with any kind of walkthrough, I just wanted to give a quick overview of what NVDA is and how it compares with JAWS and why NVDA is a viable solution. So what is NVDA? NVDA stands for Non-Visual Desktop Access. It is a screen reading software developed by NV Access. It is a free software, but donations are encouraged. If you want add-ons such as voices or other plugins to make certain applications work better with NVDA, there is a price for that. There is no licensing, so it can be installed on multiple machines. It is open source software, and it is constantly being updated. It works well with most Braille displays. In many cases, if you have a display plugged into the computer or paired, you can run NVDA and it will automatically recognize the display and utilize it. You can create a portable copy with your configurations and other settings saved on either a memory stick or a USB thumb drive. That way you're able to run it on any computer and have immediate screen reader access. Some basic notes about NVDA. NVDA is only for the Windows operating system. It is best that any computer that you are installing, configuring, or updating NVDA on has full admin access and that you are able to utilize those credentials. For some laptop keyboards you may have to use an external keyboard either Bluetooth or wired because it is easier if you can use a numpad and other arrow keys. Some of the computers are harder to use those kind of things on their keyboards. Um, An example of this is my work computer. It doesn't actually have a numpad built in and the arrow keys and everything are all kind of run together. Why NVDA? There are many reasons why I feel NVDA is a viable screen reading solution. For quite some time, JAWS for Windows has been the gold standard. The screen reader that you really had to have to be able to function Um, proficiently on the computer in Windows. While there are many instances where this is still the case, NV Access has worked very hard to make NVDA a very usable and reliable solution in a lot of different situations. Of course the price tag can't be discounted. NVDA is basically free, so anyone with access to Windows and a computer can obtain and use the screen reading software. I feel that it is a little easier on my memory, um, so it doesn't use as much RAM as JAWS does. It seems to crash a little less often than JAWS, and in some cases, even move a bit faster through content. I will also add that even though I am primarily a JAWS user for most of my tasks at work, I am finding a lot of cases where NVDA is a better option. If you are a web content tester for accessibility, NVDA actually gives you more honest results than JAWS does, giving you more information based on the code rather than trying to guess at what is meant by the content. NVDA compared to JAWS. If you are like me and you are very familiar with JAWS, you will not have a whole lot of trouble basically using NVDA specifically on websites. Many of the commands that you use with JAWS to navigate are the same or very similar to NVDA. There are some minor differences. A couple of examples I can think of off the top of my head are uh, radio buttons and landmarks. So for radio buttons with JAWS, you use A and Shift A to move back and forth through those elements. With NVDA, it's R and Shift R. Um, With Landmarks, with JAWS, you use R and Shift-R, and with NVDA, you'd use D and Shift-D. There are also differences when you are pulling lists of elements. You press Insert F7 with NVDA, and then you have to pick the kind of element you want to pull, whether it's buttons, form fields, links, headings, that kind of thing. In future episodes as we play a bit more with NVDA I will call out the comparisons so that those of us who are primarily JAWS users and comfortable with JAWS can take note. So now I want to get into the demonstration of and show you some basics to get started with NVDA. The first thing I want to do is take you to the website where you can download the installation file for NVDA Next, I want to run through the installation of the program. And finally, I want to go through the configuration settings and just talk through some basic things that you can set up to get you started. So I have a computer here and it's my test computer and right now it doesn't have NVDA on it. I'm actually going to use Narrator to go and find NVDA. And I'm doing this so that you can get a feel for it so that, you know, if you're If you don't have JAWS or anything else on your computer, you'll be able to get there with Narrator. We always joke that Narrator is the screen reader that helps you download better screen readers. But um, that being said, I am going to invoke Narrator now. They have made this really easy um, in Windows 11. Windows 10 still uses Windows Key plus U to invoke Narrator. But with windows 11 it's control windows enter and you press those at the same time you don't hold them down because that exits it's a toggle so i'm going to press control plus windows plus enter um, very quickly here
2: desktop list recycle bin
1: and i have my narrator set up to where it just starts it doesn't run me through the uh the narrator area where you can pick your magnification and different things like that. So I've already used Narrator quite a bit. Um, so now I am going to go to Microsoft Edge on this computer.
2: Start window. E-D-G-E. I'm Microsoft.
1: Searching it, I pressed the uh, Windows key to get to the search box and I just typed in Edge.
2: Pane. Microsoft Edge. What's new? And one more page.
1: And of course you get all of that fun stuff. So I'm going to press Alt D now to get to the address bar.
2: D. Scan off. App bar toolbar. Address and search bar. Edit. HTTP. And I'm going to Unavailable.
1: backspace just to make sure it's blank. And now I'm going to type in N as in uh, Nancy, V as in Victor, access.org.
2: N. V. A. C. C. E. F. -F 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 Period. O. R. G g selected address loading page scan address at nv access loading complete nv access has finished loading nv access nv access
1: all right narrator i got it
2: navigation nv access empowering lives through non-visual access to technology at level one
1: so this is their main website um, and you can find the download to nvda here there's also places on here where you can Um, find add-ons or places to buy add-ons for voices and other plugins for um, office applications and, and that kind of thing. We'll go through that in future episodes as well. Right now I'm just interested in finding the download file for NVDA. So now I'm going to try to move by link. I'm gonna just be pressing tab to see if I can get to the download area here.
2: Link home. Link about. Link download.
1: Here we go. Uh, I want to make sure that's NVDA, so I'm going to kind of arrow up to investigate that.
2: Link about link link oh. get help.
1: It doesn't actually tell me.
2: Link corporate slash government has pop up. Link download. I
1: think they should actually put download NVDA on that link so that you kind of know if you're tabbing through um, what you're downloading. I've done this before, so I know that that link will download the NVDA installer. So I'm going to press enter.
2: Loading page. NV access download NVDA. Loading complete. NV access download NVDA has finished loading. Alert you have the best price. NV access download NVDA. NV access download NVDA. Navigation landmark download and experience and so
1: now i'm moving i went by heading and i just pressed h to get down to the main part where i, I can actually uh, invoke the download here
2: NVDA version 2023.3 at level 2 The NVDA screen reader can be downloaded free of charge by anyone Please note NVDA is only available for PCs running Microsoft Windows if you require a version of NVDA that can still run on Windows XP or Vista Please download the much older link, NVDA 2017.3 for Windows XP.
1: Okay, I don't think we need that one. I don't have a machine with XP anymore. Uh, Just recently, I got rid of one that had that on
2: there. (laughs) Instead, donation options at level two. so there's
1: donation options here. If
2: you wish to donate, you can make a secure payment by credit card or by PayPal account. I'd like to donate at level three, one off donation. $30, $50, $100, $200, $30, $50, $100, $200, other, monthly donate, $5, 10 $20, 50 other, no donation, skip donation this time, radio button, selected, so one, of one
1: I have to select that, and it's already been selected by default, but if you wanted to make a donation here, you could definitely do so. Um, there's also plenty of opportunity to go back and do that once you've downloaded NVDA. Um, I would recommend That you navigate through all of that with NVDA instead of Narrator. So I'm going to skip it for now.
2: Download button.
1: And I'm going to press the download button with the enter key.
2: Loading complete. Downloading. NDA underscore 2023.3.exe 30.6 megabytes. Downloads has finished loading.
1: So now with Microsoft Edge, I can get to my downloads folder. Downloads. pressing Ctrl-J.
2: Downloads document, recent downloads list, underscore 20233exe open file completed download item.
1: So I've landed right on the file that I need to run. Um, So now we're going to move to the second phase and go ahead and install NVDA. So I'm going to press Enter here.
2: Text. Please wait while setup is loading.
1: So that's NVDA. That's the Downloads letting document. you know it's the start of the install part.
2: NV NVDA download. launcher dialogue.
1: Okay. At this point, now I have two screen readers running. I have Narrator and NVDA. Um, that little chime tone you heard was NVDA basically starting. So every time NVDA starts, it will have that upwards chime. So now I'm going to exit Narrator so that I don't have to hear them both talking. I'm going to press and hold down Control Alt and I'm sorry, Control Windows and Enter.
2: Exiting Narrator.
1: All right, so now I should just have NVDA running and I should still be in the install area here.
2: See more button. Downloads document. See downloads button open down.
1: Now it's still in my download. So I'm going to Alt Tab.
2: NVDA launcher row one column two two of two. There
1: we go. There
2: I am. NVDA launcher dialogue. I agree checkbox not checked out.
1: So this you're in the license agreement now. And notice it's interesting that this voice for NVDA is the same voice that was happening with narrator. You can change those in your configuration settings and we'll go over that in a minute here.
2: License agreement grouping.
1: So I want to make sure if you really want to.
2: Blank. NVDA is available. Exceptions. The exception.
1: You can read through all of that. I've done it before, so I'm going to tab over to the agree.
2: I agree checkbox, not checked space. Checkbox and check check
1: it. And then I'm going to tab.
2: Install NVDA on this computer button, Alt plus I.
1: To that button there and press enter.
2: Install NVDA dialog to install NVDA to your hard drive please press the continue button. Options grouping. Use NVDA during sign-in check box checked.
1: Okay, so this you can decide. Um, if you already have JAWS installed or something else that you would use at sign-in, you can uncheck that box. Um, if you want to have NVDA start up for you every time you turn your computer on, you can leave that checked. I'm going to leave that checked for now because even though I have JAWS on this machine, um, it doesn't come on always at startup. So I'm going to leave it checked. I'm going to tab.
2: Create desktop icon and shortcut key. Control plus Alt plus N. Checkbox checked. Alt plus D.
1: So it tells you now that there is a shortcut key that you can use to start NVDA from anywhere on the computer by using Control Alt N. I haven't found that that's a problem for most cases. There are some times where I'm in different programs where Control-Alt-N is needed for some other um, application, for a command for another application. So you can actually go in and change what shortcut key you want to use uh, to invoke NVDA. I'm going to tap again.
2: Continue button, Alt-plus-C.
1: Press Continue.
2: Installing NVDA dialog, please wait while NVDA is being installed. Success dialog successfully installed NVDA. Please press OK to start the installed copy. OK button.
1: Okay. So now I'm going to press OK. Now it closed NVDA and it's going to start it again. There you go.
2: NV Access Downloads button. Open Downloads page heading level one.
1: So. It's remembered what I did, even though I uninstalled it. Uh, It remembered my configuration settings. Um, Interesting. I was hoping it would wipe it completely, but it didn't. So um, if this is the first time you've downloaded NVDA, right now you would be presented with the configuration screen. And it would let you pick some different things. Um, Since that didn't happen in this case, I am actually going to go there manually by, Pressing And I have my modifier key set and everything, and, I, and I'm guessing it kept that as well. Um, but you would press insert plus N, or if you're on a computer with a numpad, you can do zero plus N if Num Lock is off. So I'm going to press that. NVDA menu. It takes you to the NVDA menu. From here, I want to go to Preferences, and so I'm going to press the letter P.
2: Settings. Yes,
1: and then it's landed me on settings, and that's where I want to go to configure different things. So I'm going to press enter on settings.
2: Nvda settings, general, normal configuration, dialog, categories, list.
1: Now clearly I have it really fast, so we'll slow that down in a minute. Here we'll go through that. So this is a list of categories, and basically when you pick one of these categories, then when you tab through, it gives you different options based on which one you've selected. So I'll go down the list first.
2: Speech General 1 of 15. So
1: General's the first one. Speech 2 of 15. Then Speech.
2: Braille 3 of 15. Braille. Audio 4 of 15. Audio. Vision 5 of 15. Vision. Keyboard 6 of 15. Keyboard. Mouse 7 of 15. Mouse. Review Cursor 8 of 15.
1: Review Cursor.
2: Input Composition 9 of 15.
1: Input Composition.
2: Object Presentation 10 of 15.
1: Object Presentation.
2: Browse Mode 11 of 15.
1: Browse Mode.
2: Document Formatting 12 of 15.
1: Document Formatting.
2: Document navigation 13 of 15.
1: Document navigation.
2: Windows OCR 14 of 15.
1: Windows OCR. So, for right now, I'm going to stick with the first couple of sets of settings, the general and the speech, and then I'll actually go down to the keyboard because I want to show you where you can change your layout settings. So I'm going to go back up to the top and go to general.
2: Uh, Rail 3 15.
1: I could probably hit G, but I sometimes don't trust that, so <laughs> I use the arrow keys a lot. So. Now that I'm on general, I'm going to tab.
2: General property page, NVDA language requires restart combo box user default collapse all plus L.
1: So there's where you can just uh, select what language you want it in.
2: Save configuration when exiting NVDA checkbox, check, check all plus S.
1: And if you want it to save your configurations when you exit, you want that checked. If you don't and you want to have it basically reset to factory, you can uncheck that box.
2: Show exit options when exiting NVDA checkbox not checked alt, plus W.
1: And I hate it when it does that, because if I tell it to quit, I actually mean that I want it to quit. <laughs> so I've checked that. But if you want it to kind of confirm, are you sure you want to exit NVDA or what would you like to do, that kind of thing, you can uncheck that, keep that unchecked.
2: Play sounds when starting or exiting NVDA checkbox checked All plus B.
1: Play sounds when starting and stopping. So that's the chime that I talked about, um, the up and down. It's, so when it starts, the notes go up. No, 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 no. And when it stops uh, or when it closes, it goes down. No, 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 no. So, and yeah. I'm going to tab again.
2: Logging level, combo box info, collapse, all plus 0.
1: I, I would just leave that at the default that they have set at info.
2: Start NVDA after I sign in, checkbox, not check all plus A.
1: You can here check. Do you want it to start after I sign in? Like we already told it to start at sign on but you may want it not to necessarily start every time you sign into your computer, or you may want it to. If this is your only screen reader and this is what you use, then you would check that box.
2: Use NVDA during sign-in. Requires administrator privileges. Checkbox check.
1: Yep, so I've checked that already, and I did that when I installed
2: it. Use currently saved settings during sign-in and on secure screens. Requires administrator privileges button.
1: So, as you can tell, a lot of these things do require administrator privileges, which is what we talked about before. You have to have user admin access on on the computer that you're using.
2: Automatically check for updates. To NBDA checkbox, check all plus you.
1: Automatically check for updates. uh, Probably always a good idea. Um, There are times when you might not want it to tell you every time there's an update. You might want to wait and see how people like the updates before you install it and you don't want it to tell you. Um, you can manually check for those in the, the uh, NVDA menu, and we can go over that in future episodes, too.
2: Notify for pending update on Startup checkbox. Check all plus B.
1: Notify, notify for pending update on Startup. So if, if it's ready to go, um, it'll let you know, and that's checked.
2: Allow the NVDA project to gather NVDA usage statistics checkbox not checked.
1: Now this is if you want to send diagnostic information or statistics to uh, to NVDA or NV Access. Okay button. And there's the OK button.
2: Cancel button. Apply button All plus A.
1: Now if I had made any changes I could press the apply button. Um since I really didn't change anything, I'm gonna let that I'm not gonna do that.
2: Categories, list, general one of fifteen.
1: Now we're gonna go down
2: speech 2 15. to
1: speech. And those of you who are probably thinking that is way too fast, we'll slow it down a bit. So I'm going to tab here.
2: Speech property page, synthesizer grouping, edit read only multi-line Microsoft Speech API version 5.
1: So this is using Microsoft Speech. This um, is the kind of the default one now that comes when you download or install NVDA. Um, You can change it. You can also, you know, purchase uh, Code Factory Voices. And that'll give you eloquence or vocalizer expressive. Um, there's other options you can pick for your synthesizer.
2: Microsoft's BGP API version five. Microsoft's BGP API version five.
1: Right now, this is the only option I have um, because I haven't put any add-ons on this computer.
2: Change. Button Alt plus H. Voice combo box Microsoft David Desktop English United States collapse Alt plus V.
1: So here's where you can change your voice. Microsoft Zero Desktop.
2: Microsoft David Desktop, English.
1: So it looks like I've got either David or Sarah, so I'm going to stick with David for now.
2: Rate, slider 50, Alt plus R. Now, here's where you would pick your... 49. Right here. 53.
1: Um, I had it pretty high, so I will... 52. 50. I'll leave it at 50 for now.
2: Pitch, slider 50, Alt plus P. Volume, slider 100, Alt plus O. Okay. Automatic language switching, when supported, checkbox checked.
1: So all I'm doing right now is just tabbing through these different settings. Um, since it's slowed down a bit, I'm not going through everything it's saying. But you can tell that these are some different things you can change.
2: Automatic dialect switching, when supported, checkbox checked. Punctuation slash symbol level, combo box, some collapsed, alt plus L. And this
1: is the default. Now, you can set it to none if you don't want to hear any punctuation. Or you can set it to most or all. Um, But the default they have here is you get some information with punctuation. If you're doing something with a lot of math, sometimes it does help to have most selected. um, But you can go and change those pretty easily if you need to.
2: Trust Voices Language when processing characters and symbols. Checkbox checked. Include Unicode Consortium data, including emoji, when processing characters and symbols. Checkbox checked. Okay. Delay descriptions for characters on cursor movement. Checkbox not checked. Alt plus D.
1: So if you want, if you want to, while you're moving through uh, character by character, and you want a phonetic uh, representation of that character, like D, and then you wait, and it says, I think it's Delta. Um, you know, M is Mike, that kind of thing, um, you can check that box.
2: Capital pitch change percentage edit selected elected 30.
1: So that's the pitch. If you encounter a capital letter, it'll uh, raise the pitch when it reads that letter to you.
2: Say cap before capitals checkbox, not checked, alt plus C.
1: Or you can have that if you prefer and you the pitch doesn't work for you, you can have it say cap before the letter.
2: Beep for capitals checkbox, not checked, alt plus B.
1: Or you can have it beep.
2: Use spelling functionality if supported. Checkbox checked. Alt plus S. Okay button.
1: Okay. So I have made a few little changes. Cancel. So I'm going to press. button. Alt plus A. Apply. Press enter. Categories
2: on that. list. Speech two.
1: Okay, now I'm back on the speech category. Braille three. So, I don't right now have a braille display plugged in. However, I will say if I had one paired or plugged in to my computer, it would have actually started using it I wouldn't necessarily have to go through and tell it okay go ahead and use this braille display but from from these settings you can actually change how the braille display behaves you can change your cursor routing and different things like that we can go over that in future too if anyone's interested but for now I'm going to actually go down to keyboard
2: audio for a vision for keyboard six of fifteen keyboard property tabbing here keyboard layout Combo box, laptop collapsed, Alt plus K.
1: So I have laptop already selected because it kept my settings. Um, I am using a laptop, and I prefer that layout because if I don't have access necessarily to a full numpad, um, it does give me a few more options to use laptop keys.
2: Select NVDA modifier keys list. Caps lock checkbox checked.
1: So with this, I always use the caps lock versus insert for my modifier key. And that basically means that's the key that you press in combination with other keys to do different things. Like if you say NVDA key plus F7, that will pull your elements list. Um, NVDA key plus N will invoke the NVDA menu where you can choose your preferences and settings and, and those kind of things.
2: Speak Typed Characters, checkbox, not checked, Alt, plus C.
1: Some people really uh, prefer that, and so they have that checked, but I I don't have it checked right now.
2: Speak Typed Words, checkbox, checked, Alt, plus W. I do have that,
1: so when I press space, and now it's going to read out the word that I typed. I find that is pretty helpful sometimes.
2: Speech Interrupt for Typed Characters, checkbox, checked, Alt, plus I. Speech Interrupt for Enter Key, checkbox, checked, Alt, plus N. Allow skim reading and say all check box not checked ALT plus r.
1: So if you allow skim reading, it will kind of skip over some content, and it'll like you're skimming through something. Um, so unless you're going somewhere really familiar, you might not want to check that box because you'll miss some of the content if you do the read all command.
2: Beep if typing lowercase letters when caps lock is unchecked box checked alt plus b.
1: That's helpful sometimes so you're not yelling at someone. You're all in caps and you don't know it. Um, by the way if you choose caps lock as your modifier key um, you can press it twice quickly if you want it to actually function as a caps lock key and that's a toggle so you'll press it twice quickly to turn it on press it twice quickly to turn it off.
2: Speak command keys check box not checked alt plus o.
1: So, this could be very helpful when you're first learning how to use NVDA. Um, you can have it speak the different command keys when it gives you little hints when you're in, on a web page or you're doing something.
2: Play sound for spelling errors while typing, checkbox checked, Alt plus S.
1: Okay, that can be pretty helpful too, so I'll leave that.
2: Handle keys from other applications, checkbox checked, Alt plus A.
1: Now, you'll want that checked in most cases. There are some very few um, use cases where you would uncheck that because um, we've had trouble sometimes when that's allowed actually letting the keys function correctly in different applications. So there are times when you might want to uncheck that.
2: OK button.
1: OK. Cancel
2: button. Apply button.
1: I didn't make any changes here, um, so right now I'm just going to press OK. Um, can, okay. But if you made any changes, you would obviously press apply, and then you can press OK just to make sure that your settings are saved.
2: NV Access Download and
1: so when I press OK, then I'm back on the wherever I was um, on my desktop. Or, you know, in this case, I was on the NV Access Downloads page. So that's basically some tips to kind of get started installing it. Um, I will say one of the commands that if you're kind of wanting to play around and and figure out what different keys do is your NVDA key, in my case Caps Lock, plus the number 1, and that's input help. So basically JAWS has it too. And any key that you press, um, it'll tell you what that key does. So if you're on a website and you press that, then you press H, it'll say move by heading, move forward by heading. So it tells you what the description of that keyboard command is. Um, that can be very helpful when you're just learning kind of how to use some basic navigation with NVDA. So that concludes the demo for this time. Um, I hope that you found it helpful and please definitely reach out to me uh, with any feedback, comments, or anything. Again, you can go to my website, www.desireerenae, D E S I R E E R E N A E, all one word, dot com and you can email me fill out the contact form however you want to contact me that way. I really appreciate you listening and I hope you have an awesome weekend. Okay? So that concludes all the pre-recorded stuff. So do we have any questions? Any hands?
0: We actually do. We have John Bickers has a hand up. Awesome. Thank you. Um I that's a
3: great presentation. I've actually oh, really? switched over to NVDA recently mm-hmm. myself. Uh, I've been a JAWS user for many years mm-hmm. and I uh, was trying to, I know you can download like the vocalizer, yes. Um, but I, I wanting to read content in Spanish and I've switched the NVDA language uh, like was demonstrated in the tutorial, you know, under the settings. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's, it changes the language of the menu options, but NVDA still
1: reads in
0: English.
3: Are
1: you talking about like on a website? Yes. Okay. It could be that they don't actually have it coded correctly and they don't put the link tags in. Um, so that's um, sometimes will happen. So it, it doesn't know, it, it doesn't tell the screen reader, okay, this is in Spanish or this is in a different language. Um, we see that a lot um, because if it's reading the menu options, then you've got it, you know, set correctly to your, to your preferred language
3: and still reach the menu options with, with like a, like an American accent. So
1: oh, interesting.
3: Pronouncing yeah. it in Spanish
4: correctly.
1: Interesting. Um, I know, you know, we, we always recommend using the vocalizer expressive synthesizer um, but I know, you know, Eloquence does switch to Spanish pretty well. The, the problem with that is that it, there is a cost for the Eloquence add-on. Um, it's like sixty dollars, I think, for for a key to it. Um, so uh, that may be an option if, for some reason, the Vocalizer Expressive isn't working correctly. But I've I haven't played too much with switching my language because I. I would get confused. (laughs) I know a little German, Spanish, French, but but not enough to be um, fluent. So um, definitely would be interested in, you know, helping if we can research and figure out uh, why that's happening or, or find a solution for sure. Well, thank you so much. No problem. Thanks for coming. And, and yeah, it's, it's a lot of people are kind of doing the switch. Um, It's, there are things, I mean, like I said, clearly that JAWS does better. Um, but it's, you know, NVDA is definitely catching up and, and it's a good solution. I use it all the time to help. Like my mom needs help with her computer (laughs) a lot. Um, so I've installed NVDA on there because it won't, um, eat up any of her memory and and I don't have to use my license keys and all that.
0: So, um,
1: yeah. Do we have any other questions?
0: Yes, we do. Uh, Melissa has, Melissa, you're trying
4: Hello, Desiree, my friend. You remember me? Hi. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. <laughs> it's great to hear you. And um, thanks for doing this call. This is, uh, this is already awesome.
1: Oh, thank you.
4: <laughs> and for those that do not know, Desiree is a wonderful, beautiful singer. <laughs> Which brings me to something that I would love to hear some demonstrations on how you record yes that's actually eventually to going that. to
1: be a yes i i want to do the recording and editing process um kind of how i do it and yeah. right now i mostly use free options cuz i you know like to save money and things um so you know i i would i definitely am going to include that and we might even play with it using nvda you know editing and and that kind of thing so definitely on the on the future episodes so thank you for that so well, I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm a JAWS <laughs> user.
4: I am a JAWS user. Well, I, I so.
1: am too. Like I said, most of my editing right now I do with JAWS, but I have been kind of playing around with the commands are they basically the same in both for, for like I use Audacity. Um, but, you know, I don't know about the other programs yet, but I'm going to I definitely want to learn. And and also, you know, if anybody here has experience with that and wants to demo too, like, I want this to be a place where it's not just me all the time. Um, you know, I, I you know, I, I'm, I'm willing to, to have, you know, some definite input because I need to learn too. I know. I don't know. I, I kind of know what I have to know and teach myself. And then I sometimes forget what I taught myself. So I have to do it again. <laughs> so oh, always. Yeah. So, thank, but, you. Um, thank you.
4: but, but I, I want to, to learn that so badly. Cause I want I want to sing at karaoke again. I just, you know don't know how to record but I want to learn it <laughs>
1: yeah absolutely so. uh, we will <laughs> definitely do that and yeah you should come we have it's fun it's a lot of fun every week I I didn't put a one in this week I just didn't get time to get it all done so so, but, so will,
4: this, will this call happen every Friday
1: every um first and third Friday first so, and
4: third okay yeah at, at noon my time here in the Pacific time zone
1: yes I'm in I'm Pacific now too so yeah oh oh,
4: that's right because you're in um,
1: yeah I'm in Oregon now
4: Oregon yes Mm -hmm. okay well got married and moved (laughs) oh congratulations thank you congratulations and god bless and um I have your contact already but so we'll have to stay in touch we've kind of lost touch after my birthday but we'll do
1: it again (laughs) thank you very much thanks for coming thanks and happy Thanksgiving you too do we have any other hands in here or in clubhouse
0: yeah. Um, do we want to go to Clubhouse first or you want to check here first?
1: Well, let's see if there's any in Clubhouse and then...
0: All right. Uh, Belle, what you got over there?
1: Not anything at the moment.
0: Not okay. anything at the moment. Okay. okay. All right. Then in that case, we have Story over here in Zoom.
5: All right. Hello. I have Hi. a question. My comment is... I like using both the insert and the caps lock keys because you can do that. Yes. Um, Depending on the command I'm going to use in which hand, if I Mm -hmm. need to press a letter in my right hand, I'll use caps lock. If I need to press a letter in my left hand, I'll use insert. Mm -hmm. My question is, does NVDA allow language profiles like JAWS
1: does? Yeah. um, Yes, it doesn't. That I know of, you can't create multiples as easily. I know JAWS is nice because you can, I have a testing profile and then I have my default and then, yeah, you can create multiples. I don't believe you can do that with NVDA. You can save your configuration settings and all that, but I don't believe it's, you can switch your synthesizer and sometimes it'll keep whatever configuration you have with that synthesizer. But that's a good question. I can definitely look into that more. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did a lot
5: when I used JAWS
1: because they had a way to switch between the profiles, but I didn't see anything with NVIDIA yet. Yeah, they're, you know, uh, they've, like I said, they've come a long way. Um, There are still definitely some use cases where JAWS is just, it's still a little bit ahead of the, ahead of that, but, but they're getting there. I mean, I'm, I've been impressed it's with how it's grown.
2: There. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So, and I, I like that it's very similar to JAWS. So, you know, I can use both really, and not feel like, like I, when I have to use voiceover, I, Oh, all the keys are different and in my head. (laughs) Um, But even narrator, they've kind of made it more general, generally the same navigation command. So a lot of it's the same. um, So you don't have to memorize so much.
5: All right. Well, thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much. Do we have any more questions or hands?
0: We do. We have Stacy next. We have a couple more, I think. Okay. Stacy. Uh
5: hello? Yes. Uh I'm giving this constant uh share uh I
1: don't want to on share number one. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're breaking up a little bit. Um I not like it on share i on a
5: blind shell. So I can't double tap to hide toolbar. Uh number one. <laughs> and I have a question for you. I don't know what to do about that double tap to hide toolbar. Uh, can I'm, you help me with that?
1: Are you on your iPhone? Yeah, I'm on a
5: blind shell.
1: Oh, I don't I don't actually the use blind the blind phone. shell yet. Um I don't know if someone else has an answer to that, but I'm not sure how that Device works yet. I've gone to a couple of the. I know they have some really good training materials and calls yeah. on that. I,
5: well, like I, I just, I just saw it on this one. No other one is doing it. No other Zoom is doing this, uh, this to me. Just this class right now.
1: Oh, interesting. Um, I, I know I had trouble a couple oh, last week oh. with the focus thing came up and I couldn't unmute myself. <laughs> um. um i'm having a hard time understanding it's it's like it's your microphone's going in and out a little bit
5: yep the problem is... but i have a question about um i have a windows 7 i have a windows 7 computer yes and i can't um i can't i'm talking over this thing um but I'm wondering, I want to um, upgrade my software and I want to get, I want, I, do I have to have a new computer totally to, um, to try to uh, make, uh, I want to get the uh, new, and do I have to get a new Brave display too if I want to completely upgrade to Windows 11 and everything? Do I need a new c- computer?
1: You shouldn't, and I apologize for the noise. I don't know what's going on outside. Um, you shouldn't need to do that uh, with a Braille display for sure. Um, sometimes you may have to get a new computer depending on whether yours can handle running Windows 11. Um, I know from, you know, Windows 10 to 11, it's pretty easy to upgrade, um, but I haven't done from straight from Windows 7 to 11.
5: Yeah, Windows 7 is not supported anymore. In- if I have to get a new computer totally to to go up to Windows eleven,
1: you may, yeah, you may. I don't, I don't have the answer to that. Um, but I know, you know, as far as braille displays go, most of them, even the older ones, will run. Yeah, um, I have a
5: braille.
1: Yeah. Wow. I have, I have, uh, I had a Braille sense plus for quite a while until I broke it. <laughs> and I it in. Um, but yeah. Um, but even those, you know, you plug them in, the hard part with the Hims devices, especially with, with JAWS. Now with NVDA, uh, I, I don't have any, you still have to install the NVDA. drivers. I
5: was thinking about, you know, using it as well as JAWS because yeah.
1: Yeah, and if you if you I don't know what version of Jaws you're using, but if you have a copy oh, I had of Home
5: Edition, I haven't had any computer for the past. Ever since the lockdown, I haven't used a computer at all. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, you know, if if and if you're used to Jaws and you don't um, you don't want to upgrade because you'll have to upgrade Jaws too when you upgrade your yes, Windows. I had Home Edition.
5: Um, I never. I haven't using a computer for two years since I've been locked down in this other place. Yeah. I had the, phone, I had the iPhone and then I over to blind show. I had uh, too, much, too many problems using the iPhone. So I switched over to Blind Show and now I'm texting all over the place and doing other nice. stuff.
1: That's good. That's awesome. Well, good luck on your switch and hopefully um you know like i said if you have questions or anything that i can help with i you know i can if i don't know i'll figure it out or someone here maybe has answers as well so thank you for coming
0: okay thank you
1: all right uh did we have uh other hands
0: we have one more and we have about seven more minutes perfect okay we have uh carla
3: Oh, can you hear me? Yep. Okay, because
1: Jaws
3: Jaws keeps losing focus on Zoom. Does that happen with NVDA as much or not?
1: Um, You know, this time I was a little scared to use NVDA with Zoom because I have scripts that work with Jaws and Zoom, but um, I am going to do that, and we'll see if if it happens.
3: The questions I had, I'm really going to be honest with you. I don't see myself switching to NVDA. Rather, I see myself installing it Mm -hmm. and whichever application I use, um, use the one that works the best with that app.
1: Absolutely. That's what I do. And, so, you know, yeah,
3: for that sure. Said, Is that going to be too much of a memory hog to have both of
1: those on there? No, nope. Yep. Um, and I think, you know, for me, I like to have them all, um, available. I mean, narrator's already there, but, um, just, you know, configured and available because there's times when JAWS will just crash and yeah, you certainly. can't even start it with the command. You can't do it from the desktop. And it's like, it's got this thing. You have to go into task manager and turn it off. Um, so it's nice to be able to quickly open NVDA or even narrator. Um, so yeah. I, that we have options. I like that, you know, you buy a computer and you can just turn on narrator and install what you need to. And, and go from there and really pretty much do it independently if you know
3: right and so um like my one grocery store shopping website it lets me get through most things but like when you go to fill in the the time and the date it mm-hmm. says combo box with jaws and you go in there and it won't read the option yep now nah, they have it coded reader. wrong <laughs> so, so will that will it read better with NVDA? it, it sure. might um with narrator but the problem with narrator is it comes in and it makes me go through a stupid
1: configuration thing. And I can't. Yep. You can turn that off. So when you first start narrator, um, you can, if you shift tab a couple of times, Mm -hmm. it'll say, show this show this dialogue at startup and you just uncheck that oh
3: okay I'm gonna do that yeah. I'm just gonna do narrator by itself and get rid of that and then you can always get it back if you can always get back into it to see it sometime can't
1: right you? exactly exactly but then you're not having to see that whole window every single mm-hmm. time you that's why mine if you noticed on the demo when I started narrator it just went straight to my desktop So Um, if I
3: install narrator and I use a, uh, let's say, are you talking about NVDA or NVDA and I use a a, a memory stick and I need to use it on my school computer and I have the JAWS pro edition, but Mm -hmm. if I wanted to go to my, a a computer over at my school, could I just plug in the the memory stick and use narrator or or use some NVDA NVDA? and then take Um, it out and does it leave a
1: footprint when you take out the stick? I don't believe so no um the only thing i would say is don't i would use a different memory stick for jaws and NVDA separately because um a lot of times it'll automatically run as soon as you plug it in and if you have them both on there then you'll have to oh okay yeah you'll have to start narrator to figure out which one you want to actually run you won't know which one to run so i'm
3: thrilled that you're doing this program and in the future um, maybe I can do some uh, demonstration on yes, the the absolutely. Shell, I'd be happy to do the shell. I, I, I can't absolutely. answer the lady's question about the toolbar. it Sounds app specific, and I, I don't know what's going on there. But I, you know, I'd be happy to do that. And I'd also like to suggest that maybe you do one on narrator because yeah? there's three things we don't know about narrator, and then I don't know if you were going to do this or not at the end, I got your website, but I didn't get the email address. And are you going to repeat all that at the end? I
1: can. Yeah. It's, it's basically, and if you contact me through the website, um, okay. I I'll get that too. Um, but, but yeah, that's probably, it's probably a good time to do that just before we okay. close and I just out. want to
3: thank you. And I want to wish you a, mer- you know, a Merry Thanksgiving, a happy Thanksgiving. Yes, and, you too. Um, you know, Happy. You know, Merry Christmas and New Year's and holidays, but you'll be back what December the 2nd? That's next week, or this is uh, so. This
1: is uh first and third, so it'll be uh, yeah, we'll be the, doing two weeks eighth, in a row. Then? I think the eighth, no, the eighth no,
3: because the second, ninth second would be is a the Saturday. Saturday. First, I don't know, the first is the first week, yeah, so yeah,
1: yeah, I guess so we'll do
3: two weeks in a row and then we'll be on a two week schedule, right? Yeah,
1: okay. yeah, I'll have to look at that because now because next week's the end of oh wow time okay. goes by <laughs> but yeah, anyway so this yes.
3: month has a short has only 30 days that's one yeah but yeah, thank, well, you. And I thank you thank you very I'm much mic, but thank you very much
1: thank you oh, okay so um I will repeat the website and the email address so it's um, uh, www.desiree that's d e s i r e e r e n a is an alpha e dot com. Um, And the email address is just Desiree at DesireeRenee.com. So that I can check that, um, that way as well. So I really appreciate everybody coming um, on their, you know, off days. Hopefully they're having, you all are having a good um, kind of rest, (laughs) maybe, hopefully. Um, And uh, I definitely look forward to next time. And thank you very much, everybody. And thanks to Tom and Belle and... Uh, and in Clubhouse as well, um, I, I really appreciate everybody's help doing this and putting this on. So.